the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Friday, Friday, Friday. We're live. We're local. There's nothing pre-recorded here except maybe a commercial that I'm not doing. My commercials are live and local as well. But thank God for the Rolling Stones. Start me up. I am so happy that I chose that song. And you know what today is for uh, the Idola Power Hour? It's a little celebratory day. It is our 100th show. Yay! Uh, yep, believe me, believe it or not, we've been doing this 100 times. Um, and at the we got a great show. We have uh, we have law enforcement on. We have entertainment people on. And at the very, very, we got Padre Lou's libation coming up. Uh, and at the very, very end of the show, you got to stay till the very end because it will be the uh, radio debut of one of Rapid Pulse's classics. That's right, folks. Rapid Pulse, that 80 phenomenon band, 80 into 90s phenomenon band with lead singer Arthur Idala, Chris Boyle on guitars, also known guitar, also known as Boo Boo. Chris Glynn on bass guitar, and Ken Mitch Munch banging those drums out. So you got to listen to the end of the show to hear what I sounded like circa, I don't know, 1989 or my senior year in college maybe we cut this demo. But before we have some fun, let's talk about some serious stuff. Uh, There are some stats that just came out about the month of May in New York City, and they're decent uh, the shootings in New York City have dipped in the month of May. Uh, they're still higher than they were in pre-pandemic year, so May of 2019, but they are um, they're up from 2021. Uh, I will read this to you. Gun violence in the Big Apple dropped last month by nearly a third compared to the same time last year, but shootings still remain nearly double the pre-pandemic levels for the second straight month. Police recorded 118 shootings in May of 2022, down from 172 in 2021. I mean, that's that's a significant drop. Despite the drop from 2021, the numbers of shootings in for May are still up significantly from May 2019. Uh, the index crime in New York City was up 27.8% last month. With grand larcenies, so those are thefts without force, uh, you know, without meaning a gun or a knife or uh, threatening bodily injury, 
rising by more than 42% compared to last year. That's stuff like uh, he's stealing uh, people's phones that now cost $1,000, just basically taking property without using force. Um, It could also be like um, white-collar crime, so people ripping you off through the Internet or through those kinds of scams. Um, This one's not good. Robberies were up 26.2% from 1,193 to 1,506. And burglaries are up 28.4% from 966, 966 to 1,239. Now, I am not coming down on those numbers or, or telling you they're good, but these are for the city of New York. These are 8 million people. Um. 1,500 robberies, look, we don't want to have one robbery, but 1,500 out of 8 million, I can't even do the math, what a small fraction that is, and thank God, and trust me, I'm not saying that that, that we should be excited about that, But and we want to strive for zero, but just if you're calculating the odds of you being robbed, if you're one of 8 million people, uh, and there's only 1,500 being robbed, you're still pretty safe. And one of the people who's helping us, not only in this city, but in this whole state to be safe is the president of the New York State Troopers PBA, uh, Tom Mungier. And uh, he's also the founder of Signal 30, which is a tremendously effective charity. And last night they had their blowout event uh, here in New York City. Hello, Tom. It's Arthur Idala. Welcome to the show. Arthur, it's actually uh, very, I'm honored to be on your show. You've been a great supporter of law enforcement, especially uh, my state troopers, so thank you. Yeah, and I know you're a rookie. Uh, You're a rookie as a state trooper that started around 1993. Uh, So I've been been a lawyer uh, a a year longer than you've been uh, uh, in the state troopers. Before we talk about crime and crime itself, let's talk about the good things. Let's keep it positive, and let's talk about the Signal 30 Fund that you started. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been in existence for 15 years now. Uh, we started it to help uh, you know troopers and their families in time of need, uh, whether it's a flood or a fire. or, or uh, And uh, we've expanded it to uh, other law enforcement agencies and, and also other troopers killed in line to do to their families throughout the, the country. And uh, last night, uh, you know, we had our uh, uh, yearly event at Spark Steakhouse. Uh, I, I, I'm... A little prejudiced, I guess, because I think uh, Sparks is probably the finest steakhouse in the world, and uh, I love coming in. Uh, it was good to be uh, back in New York City. Uh, I did feel safe walking around. It's, it's uh, noticeably different from other years, but uh, again, uh, I felt safe uh, uh, where we were, and uh, I'll tell you, I think the NYPD is uh, doing the best they can. They're doing, doing a good job, and uh, you know, it, it's under this uh, guidance of uh, this mayor, uh, they are pushing uh, proactive policing. There was um, there were hundreds of people there last night. You know, I, we were refresh my recollection, Tom. We were together there last year, right? Weren't we all packed in there during the COVID yeah. period? Yeah, uh, I had to cancel during 2020, but last year we did uh, come back for 2021, and uh, it was a success. We raised a lot of money for uh, the charity, and plus so. Uh, a lot of us had a, a, some really good times. <laughs> and I tell yeah, you, I, re- and again, I remember a couple. I, I appreciate of, your support. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago I swung by with Geraldo Rivera, and uh, yeah. you know we're we're always looking to help you guys out because you do a tremendous job. You know, over the last couple of years, um, 
we've seen a, a much larger presence of the New York State troopers than ever before. Was that something that uh, Governor Cuomo instituted to put you guys, uh, uh, you know, you're by all the tunnels and the bridges now we see all over the place. But that, you know, yeah, always, I don't remember that yeah, being the always, case a decade ago. Yeah, we, we've always had a, a smaller presence in New York City. And I was actually part of a detail back 20 years ago at the Javits Center when, uh, you know, then Governor George Pataki put us in as an anti-organized crime uh, unit within the, within the convention center. But, uh, you know, Governor uh, Cuomo did beef up uh, the manpower down in uh, New York City, uh, the airports, the tunnels, uh, mostly as an anti-terrorism uh, type, uh, I guess, initiative. And, uh, and to this day, we still have a, uh, a presence. You'll see state troopers, whether it's on the bridges or the airports. And, you know, or again, a decade ago, you didn't see, uh, you know, blue and gold state trooper cars, you know, driving up and down the, the West Side Highway. And now you uh, have a chance to see that. And how how big are the how big is the force uh, of the New York State Troopers now in the state of New York? Yeah, I, uh, overall, there's uh, there's five thousand uh, troopers throughout the state. Uh, we're the ninth largest police department in the entire country. So uh, many places in the state, we are the only police. You know, we do you know do it all. So um, uh, when you get a little more uh, urban areas, uh, they uh, you know we supplement either the county, town, or city police in different areas. But uh, like I said, many people rely on us for as their only uh, police force uh, in many places of the state. Okay. Now, let me dig a little deeper. Um, you, you obviously are much more aware even than I am of all the shootings that have been going on all around the country, and specifically here in New York City. I think you were on the line when I was reading some of these statistics about, you know, that there were uh, 118 shootings just this past May. Um, and obviously what the, the tragedy, uh, the massacre that happened in Texas and then Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Buffalo, I would love to hear from, from you, you know, the president of the New York State Troopers, PBA. There's going to be a big... Uh, decision coming down for the United States Supreme Court at this end, the end of this month regarding gun control and regarding, you know, is everyone allowed, is it unconstitutional for New York State to say that people can't just walk around with a gun on their hip? Um, as a law enforcement officer for just about 30 years, what does the, the head of the uh, the New York State Troopers, PBA, have to say about gun control and, and untrained citizens uh, walking around with firearms? Well, it's going to be interesting to see what the Supreme Court uh, rules. I know there are a lot of people think that uh, it's going to be a definitely. They think it's going to be a rollback of what we currently have. Uh, again, I'm. Uh, I believe in the Second Amendment. Uh, I grew up hunting. I still hunt. Uh, grew up around guns, and I, I don't think it's going to impede on the overall licensing. Uh, that's my belief. Some people still will have to be uh, licensed. I, I think it's going to roll back some of the restrictions. Like, you know, I don't know if it's going to turn into what Texas has, where, you know, everybody's walking around with a gun. As a police officer, hey, listen, I, I, I again, I, uh, I believe in the Second Amendment. I believe responsible gun owners uh, will still be responsible. Uh, the bad guys will still find a way, no matter how many laws that we pass, will find a way to uh, attain firearms. So overall, I don't know if it's going to have a huge, huge impact on the overall crime levels or anything else. Uh, within New York State. So we'll, we'll have to, uh, again, see what uh, that decision 
reveals here, I think, within the next uh, couple weeks. I think it's due out. Yeah, so, well, uh, usually we'll, by the we'll end see. of this month. Usually by the yeah. end of this month. Let me let me just take it one one, one more step. Well, t- I want to break it down. Do you think uh, there, there should be any age restrictions uh, on who could fire a firearm, what can purchase a firearm, and what type of firearm? And do you see uh, uh, how does a law enforcement officer feel about an 18 or 19 year old uh, kid being able to go who can't go in and buy a beer, but could go in and buy an assault weapon? Well, the uh, New York State just ra- uh, raised uh, uh, the legislature. I believe the governor. If she hasn't signed it already, she, she will. It will be 21 to uh, purchase an assault-type weapon. Now, in California, they passed a similar thing, and it was ruled unconstitutional. So we'll see if it uh, survives uh, You know that, uh, that look back. Um, again, responsible gun owners will be responsible gun owners. Uh, you know, I, I was hunting when I was... You know, 14 years old with a you know rifle and a shotgun, uh, you know, and, and going around again. That was what my father instilled with safety and everything else. A criminal is going to find a way to. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to deter somebody that's hell bent on causing destruction or anything else, uh, as we saw with uh, the Buffalo shooting. That kid, uh, you know, bought those guns, but he also went into uh, Pennsylvania to uh, buy some other stuff, a high capacity magazine and uh, body armor. Which, and that's another issue. I don't. My personal feeling is that uh, you know body armor shouldn't be available to the common everyday citizen. Somebody might disagree with me, but I don't remember any case where a private citizen was walking down the street and his life was saved because he was wearing his personal body armor. But uh, you know, there's there's definitely some some places that they should tighten up. But um, you know, they, they did raise the age for the assault weapons. We'll we'll see. But uh, I, like I said, I think. The vast, vast majority of people are law-abiding. They, they follow the rules. Unfortunately, uh, we have people out there, whether they slip through the cracks with mental illness or, or what have you, um, you know, we can try to legislate all these uh, problems away. It's, I think it's almost impossible. But, uh, you know, as a trooper, we don't make the laws. We just follow them and uh, enforce them. All right. Well, Tom, I got a minute left. I just want you to talk one more time about Signal 30 and the Signal 30 Fund. If people want to check out what you guys do and all the good works that you do, is there a way for them? Is there a website or something they could go uh, take a look at and maybe make a donation to support you guys? Yeah, Google uh, Signal 30. You'll go right there. Uh, Signal 30, I should add, is the call for help for a trooper. You hear Signal 30. That means that trooper needs help now. And, uh, again, it's a great charity. 100% what gets donated goes back to uh, the places where it should go. Uh, It's a a great, great program that we set up. Uh, It's We call it Troopers Helping Troopers. And uh, people like yourself and everyday citizens really make this – uh, one of the, I believe, one of the, the greatest charities out there. Uh, one of, and then one we're, of, we're hooked in also. I'm sorry. I was going to say, one of one of those great citizens is our, our, our mutual friend, Vincent Lavienne. So uh, I, I know man, he's always good man. He's an excellent man. I know he's always helping you guys out as well. So, uh, Tom, the president of the New York State Troopers PBA and the founder of Signal 30 Fund, thanks for taking the time on this Friday evening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Arthur, I appreciate the support and uh, take care, my friend. Yeah, we'll get you back on the air. All right, folks, I want you to listen to this tune. Uh, can can we crank it up there, Sambolino? All right, it's a song by Lionel Hampton, and uh, it's got a, a title that ties in 
to Padre Lou's Libation. So it's a great tune. And uh, we're going to come back after a quick break, and we're going to talk to Mark M.K. McLaughlin about some entertainment news. So don't go anywhere. We're going to have some fun tonight. All right, so that was a special song by Lionel Hampton, and a special law firm is the law firm of Connors and Sullivan. Because you know what they know? They know that planning for your future is important, and they want to help you, and they want to make sure all your T's are crossed and all your I's are dotted when it comes to your estate. And the way they're trying to make that super easy for you is by having these seminars that are free, and you could come and, and listen to Mike Connors himself, uh, give you a little lay of the land, and answer some of your questions. So here's the schedule: Monday, May, June twenty seventh. Listen to me, Monday, Monday, June twenty seventh at Buckley's in Marine Park, Brooklyn, at eleven a.m. and three p.m. Tuesday, June twenty eighth at Connolly's Corner in Maspeth at three p.m. and seven p.m. Wednesday, June twenty eighth, twenty ninth. At the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m., and Thursday, June the 30th, at the Adria Hotel in Bayside, Queens, at 11 a.m., and 3 p.m. And if for some reason you can't make one of those locations in Brooklyn or Queens, just call. Call Connors and Sullivan. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. And you'll get your own free office consultation as mike connors always says the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all eye on real estate new york's longest running show on real estate answers everyone's questions from california to across the atlantic in london it's actually gate said a little bit away from london i've been a huge fan of yours for many a year Dottie herman and her expert team will help you through the ins and outs of property ownership we have great listeners a great audience and a great team of professionals call 866-970-9622 with your question saturday morning at 10 on am 970 the answer the following is a paid political announcement. Hi, I'm Frank Pallotta, conservative Republican running for United States Congress in the 5th District. President Biden and Governor Murphy continue to push their radical left-wing agenda with no signs of letting up. Their plan to politicize our children's education and mismanage our economy has eroded our freedoms and challenged our way of life. I will continue to stand up for parental rights, our children's future, and our freedoms. On June 7th, vote for a true conservative leader. I'm Frank Pallotta, and I approve this message. Paid for by Pilata for Congress. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732 863 
tried. Yes, I tried. And I'm going to try again. I'll try one more time. I just can't get no. I just can't get no. This is what they ended the show with in Madrid the other night for Ronnie Wood's birthday. Uh, it's typically what they um, end the shows with because it's it's one of their goodies. They go with Gimme Shelter and then they go with Satisfaction and they storm off. And, uh, you know, talk about an inspiration. These are guys who are literally pushing 80 years old. And they're, they're doing it. They're getting it done. So no matter how you feel on a Friday at 625 in the evening, no rain here in New York City. It's supposed to be a great weekend. I am fired up. I am going to hug the stuffings out of little Arthur. I'm going to kiss the bejesus out of Juliana. And uh, Juliana, listen to me, Ariana. And I'm and on Sunday at um, in the evening, we're going to have a dinner. Uh, my nephew, Nicholas, is graduate, just graduated or will be graduating tomorrow from Zavarian High School. Uh, Juliana is only a sophomore, as is Luca. They're leaving their sophomore year now. Um, and congratulations to the Spring family, the Farkas family, uh, the Hannah family, and who am I leaving? And the Adis family, all of their kids. They're all good friends of mine. All their kids graduated from Poly Prep today, my alma mater, the class of 85. So there's a lot of love going on in the air. It was, uh, even though it was a short week, it, <laughs> at least at Idol Opportunity and Commons, the law firm here, it didn't feel that short. Um, it feels like this is a, um, uh, uh, this is the power month, June and probably maybe the first two weeks of July. I'm going to work my tail off. And then, you know, August, you know, in Italy, like August, the whole world shuts down. And that's how I think Arthur Idala, pardon me for speaking myself in the third person, but that's how I think uh, when I'm going to roll uh, this year because we got a lot going on and a lot of good stuff going on. Um, and speaking of a lot of good stuff going on, uh, I'm still flying high from last week's um, – a Friars Club, uh, I don't know, it wasn't technically a roast. It was a dinner, a testimonial dinner. It was really a great night. And um, last night I was at the Brooklyn Bar event. That was great. But the Friars Club event was great on a whole other level of love and excitement and a little bit of alcohol. Uh, I drank water last night, so it kind of changes the vibe. I got a nice big medal for being the president of the Brooklyn Bar Association uh, in 2015 and 2016. Uh, but... Let's talk about what's going on in the world of entertainment. And who better to bring in on Friars Friday than Mark M.K. McLaughlin. Big Mark, are you there, M.K.? Yes, also, Adela, I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on board to um, give some entertainment news on the Power Hour. Thank you so much. Oh, the pleasure's all mine. So, look, M.K., you know, I'm playing Lionel Hampton songs over here, and maybe later I'll play a little Sinatra, who's be 100-and-something years old, and I got the Stones on. Give me some updated, like, what's going on in the real world. Of I do know one of my interns is going tonight or tomorrow night, I think, to go see Coldplay. Uh, play at Met at the Meadowlands, which is supposed to be a big deal. I, I know they're a great band, but give me uh, the MK uh, Entertainment Friars Friday update. Well, being it's it's, the, it's, the, it's my first time on the Friars Friday with you, I have to start with one of our legacy Friars, one of our legacy Friars who's still making news, even though she's she's not no longer with us. She's with us in spirit, but she's still making news. Betty White, our one of our legacy Friars, her house just sold for more than the action price and it's all over the news as she's make she's still making history as she should be you know her action price was what ten million five hundred thousand and seventy five 
the house rent for ten million six hundred and seventy five thousand. So she is still making news. We still have Johnny Depp. Listen, I need all of our Edward Scissorhands, all of our you know, Johnny Depp fans, the Caribbean and Pirates of the Caribbean, I need y'all to dress up in the streets. Even though it's not Halloween yet, we need you to celebrate him because, hey, he won his defamation lawsuit. But here's the thing, Arthur, I want to ask you. His lawyer said a uh, decision against Amber will be a devastating effect on domestic violence victims moving forward. I wanted to ask you your opinion on that. Well, um, I think I think that's what her lawyer said is that it's going to have an effect on domestic violent victims moving forward because it would inhibit them from coming forward and being heard if people aren't going to be believed. But you know, uh, everyone, not everyone comes uh, to the table with clean hands, so to speak. And there are people who abuse the system, Mark. There are some people who use. Uh, orders of protection the proper way where there are people who are really coming after them and they need the law to protect them and we call that they're using an order of protection as a shield and then there are other people who uh, abuse an order of protection and they use it as a sword meaning they get an order of protection and then they use that to try to hurt the other person if the even if the other person is not violating the the order of protection i've been in plenty of situations where Luckily, my client who had an order of protection against them in a domestic violence situation was somewhere where there was proof that they were not near their significant other when the significant other said that they were being attacked, being harassed, being uh, ringing the front doorbell. So I'd like to think in the majority of cases, domestic violence, true domestic violence victims are being protected, but there is a there is a a, a portion of those people who abuse the system. So I think that's what a defense, that's what an attorney is supposed to say under those circumstances. Uh, and I, I don't think that this will have a chilling effect on true victims of domestic violence from coming forward. I'm so happy for your advice. You know, that's one of the big questions that came out from um, Amber's attorney. And as you mentioned, I know there's a lot of people celebrating Johnny Depp and going crazy on social media, but Hey, you know, there are some, people, not just women, men too, that are suffering from domestic violence and we don't want them to go unheard. But that said, we do have also some news that the biggest slap that was heard around the world, Jada Pickett, she actually addressed it and said that she hopes Chris Rock and Will Smith can talk it out and be friends again. There's no criminal charges being pressed. I would like your thoughts on that, Arthur. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, she's the reason why that whole thing went down, probably. Uh, but of course I think everyone would like to see peace be there. I, I mean, I, I think it was handled very well, uh, by Chris, uh, by Chris Rock. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm screwing up here. Help me out. Chris Rock and Will Smith. Right. So I, I think it was handled in a very classy, elegant way by Chris Rock. Um, and, uh, you know, Will Smith says he's getting the quote unquote help and counseling that he needs. Look, you just can't behave that way. I mean, last night I was at an event and someone kind of verbally attacked me and criticized me and questioned uh, things about my my ethics. And I had a very strong reaction that I typically don't have. So I can understand you flying off the handle to some degree, but you don't smack someone in the face. 
And boy, oh boy, I was talking to one of my clients. If you're going to smack someone in the face, don't do it when I'm uh, three, eight, four, five hundred million people are watching. So, I uh, I agree with her, and I would love uh, I would love there to be some peace and maybe teach a lesson to young people who are watching. And Will Smith has to make this as President Obama would call it a learning moment, and tell people, look, and Chris should show forgiveness. And show how, you know, you, you can bury the hatchet and give each other a hug, admit your mistakes, and move on. What I love about this show is I get to break down the news and I get to have Arthur answer it. Thank <laughs> I'll you. I'll tell you what's next. I'll tell you what's next. We have Julia Roberts. I met her. I actually had the chance to meet Ethan Hawke, who's the star of Trinity and many more other films. Him and Julia Roberts, they're shooting a film out here in Riverhead. So now, for those who don't know, Julia Roberts has a brother by the name of... Eric Roberts, right. Right. And it's been heard that there's a feud going on. And quote-unquote, allegedly, Eric Roberts said that Julia is a cool chick. I would love your thoughts on that. Awesome. Well, I've I've got to spend a bunch of time with Julia Roberts because she's a good friend of my buddy uh, Dan Thomas and Pete Thomas. And when I was with her, she was very very down to earth, very normal, very run of the mill, not uh, not high on her horse at all. And I would uh, I would welcome being in her company once again. All right, Mark, we're out of time. Thank you for those little tidbits on a uh, little Friars Friday uh, segment. And uh, I hope you have a great great weekend out there in Riverhead. I'll be in Brooklyn, New York, hanging out with the family. I'll talk to you next week, Mark. Thank you so much, Arthur. Thank you for inviting me to the Power Hour. Woo! (laughs) Thank you. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Coming up tonight at 7, it's another fun Friday on Radio Night Live. Christine Nicholas and I will talk a little Broadway because the Tonys are just around the corner. And we'll talk about something hip and happening in the meatpacking. That's all tonight at 7. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Like AM 970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM 970TheAnswer.com. Listen to us online at AM 970TheAnswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. <laughs> 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2600. No sleep We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. That's right, baby, Brooklyn. No sleep till Brooklyn. And, and while San Bellino plays No Sleep Till Brooklyn, I am looking at, you know what a ream of paper is? It's like 500 pages. I'm looking at a pile of papers that are... It's got to be 750 uh, at the other end of my desk. I'm going to need some no sleep till Brooklyn. On Monday, uh, I have an argument in federal court in front of a very prestigious judge who she's not going to let me get away with anything. So I'm going to need to know those like 350 pages inside and out. On Tuesday, I have a a sentencing on in state court uh, where I'm going to have to argue my tail off, even though Mike Jacarino submitted an excellent uh, written sentencing submission on Wednesday. I, I I'm, I'm sure something's going to come up on Wednesday, and then on Thursday I have to go into the appellate division, and I have to argue a an appeal of a writ in front of five appellate division judges, uh, which will not be for the faint of heart. So yeah, there'll be no sleep from Brooklyn to Brooklyn in, in this uh, in the Idala household this weekend. I will find some time for my family because as Judge Leventhal told me as he left today. So take it easy, kids. Spend some time with your family. When you're on the elevator to heaven, you don't think, oh, I wish I would have worked an extra day. You think, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. So I'll get that in. Speaking of my family and Friday evening that you could carry this into the weekend, uh, Padre Lou has that suggestion. And the song that was played earlier by Lionel Hampton was Air Mail Special. Now I'll tell you what that's got to do with this libation first of all padre says you should always keep a bottle of real lemon and real lime in your fridge now i prefer to keep a actual lemon and actual lime but sometimes as a backup you, you get the real lemon and the real lime there's one that's called sicilia that's shaped like an, a lemon you keep that in there as too um and you should always have some honey in your household and i'm not just talking about marianne my wife but the honey that you actually would put in tea or something like that now how many of you out there remember a penny postcard? And then there was a two-cent postcard, a three-cent three stamps, airmail stamps. Well, today the cost of a one-ounce letter or postcard is $1.30. It's officially called International Priority Airmail. I'm sorry. So it's, it's a today the cost of a one-ounce airmail letter or airmail postcard is $1.30. No longer two or three cents. So... Today, Padre Lou's libation suggestion is called an air mail cocktail. Into an ice-filled shaker, pour three ounces of gold or dark rum, add a half an ounce of lime juice, a little bit of sweetener, try dissolving a small amount of honey with an equal amount of warm water, or you can do the little simple syrup that we told you should always have. You're going to shake that vigorously. So you're going with the rum, the lime juice, and the honey. Shaking vigorously over the ice, pour into a tall glass and top off with some sparkling wine. 
a little Lambrusco, which is a red sparkling wine, or Prosecco, or whatever you have left over in the fridge from the last bottle that you opened, that hopefully it was recently enough that you still have the effervescence. Then you can relax, sip, savor, swallow, read 750 pages of legal documents, and get ready, San Bellino. And while you're doing that, you can listen to the chairman of the board, Old Blue Eyes himself. I got you, Sam Molino. I got you. That's it. You missed the cue, Matt. It took 100 shows for him to make one mistake. Pretty good, Matt. One mistake in 100 shows. You're the best, brother. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. Come fly with me. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. Is there something that conservatives and liberals agree on in the aftermath of the massacre in Texas? Let's begin with a reminder of what Justice Scalia wrote in the 2008 Heller decision. The justice reiterated that the court did not want to cast doubt on the legality of laws forbidding, quote, felons and the mentally ill, close quote, from possessing firearms. So the right to own a weapon is not absolute. No serious person believes it is. What then should Congress aim to achieve? First, the police should have acted very differently, beginning with the absence from the scene of any kind of regular, quote, resource officer, and then the terrible decision to wait and wait to rush the killer. Second, I think a supermajority of voters also believe that well-trained, experienced, and well-armed officers need to be on the campuses of all K-12 schools. These steps make sense. Neither gun rights absolutists nor gun confiscation enthusiasts ought to control this conversation anymore. There is a sound center. Let's begin there, and quickly. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Attention homeowners, if you have a mortgage with Bank of America, Chase, Citibank, or any other major servicer, then you must pay attention. Regulators have reached a multi-million dollar settlement over foreclosure abuse claims. Your mortgage may be satisfied already. If not, you may be eligible for a principal reduction or a rate reduction as low as 2%. Call 1-800-731-6469. If you've been denied for a loan modification, harassed by your bank, stuck in document and voicemail hell, stop the madness and stop 
stay in your home. Barney Janoni, attorney at law, can help. Call 1-800-731-6469. Are you facing foreclosure? Received a summons or complaint behind on your mortgage? Call Barney Janoni. Foreclosure defense, mortgage modifications, and we will appear in court to defend your rights. Get help now and get protected. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Making it up, making it up, <laughs> making it up for it. It was his birthday the other day, and I forgot to mention yesterday was the birthday of the, uh, the drummer for the stroke. Is that it? Correct. Oh, this is a great feeling, man. Friday night, New York City, 644. Lori Conlon in the house. Hi. In the law office. Thanks for having me. Keep going, Sam Lito. Keep going. This is the first, first line. It's all about me. Ready, Lauren? Okay, I'm ready. One, two, three. Yesterday, See, she always thinks I'm old. She said, oh, I'm having Eric, Eric Estrada on my podcast. He's old like you. He's 20 years older than me. Well, I didn't realize it's all the same after 60. So. Oh, wait, you're not even 60. Sorry, wow. my bad. Friday afternoon, no. Friday evening. I hope you're not in your car. I hope you're home. I hope you're pouring a Padre Lou libation. I hope you're doing something fun. Um, someone who didn't do something really fun this week was Amber Heard when she took that verdict, right? You don't think that was very fun? No, that for wasn't. Her? That was not fun for Amber Heard. Okay. I feel. I feel bad for her. I feel like she's. Unfortunately, destined for Dancing with the Stars 2026. 20, but right, but some of yeah. those people make a lot of money. Yeah, no, that's she'll be able to make a living. I think at this point, um, I think that her best bet is to pivot career-wise. Right? I mean, maybe take a break from acting. Clearly, what has she been in, Amber? Heard so her big, know. yeah, her big claim to fame is Aquaman, and I don't know if you heard, but before the verdict even came out, Change.org had a petition, literally over four million signatures signed it to get her out of Aquaman 2 and apparently she's only in it for 10 minutes which is clearly 10 minutes too long for people so wow. that's bad I feel I feel for her it's it's so why do they want her out of Aquaman I mean she, she like I said I said this the other day she made herself so unlikable during this trial she had she had no shot her team was a mess I don't want to get into it because I'm sure we've all talked about this you know well, I, nauseam. I actually oh, I, really? I, I, yeah because okay. I was a little more focused on people getting executed you know in in Buffalo and Texas yes. and New York City. So I was a little bit more concerned, although my partner, Diana, disagrees with me. She said this was a very important matter. Um, well, I mean, it's crazy that it's turned political. I heard so I saw tweets yesterday, like, you know, from very prominent Republicans being like, this is a win for America. What are you talking about? I'm so that confuses me. Honestly, I don't know if that's like a like a, a Johnny Depp, you know, was abused and no one says men are abused. I have no idea what that is, but I'm kind of like, can we just stop politicizing? Well, didn't this whole it's, Johnny Depp thing, didn't this whole suit start because she wrote this nasty column and then he took a it hit wasn't, from, he took a hit from Disney? Yeah, it was an op-ed in the Washington Post and it was titled 
I something like, you know, not obviously not exactly, but it was like I stepped forward about my sexual abuse and, you know, basically I was canceled for it and that has to change. And he basically said, you know, she didn't name him in this op-ed, but he said it cost him his Disney contract, you know, his claim to fame, Jack Sparrow. So, and, and it did. So they Pirates him. from the Caribbean. Correct. So they've replaced his, his character with Mar- Margot Robbie, who apparently is going to be his daughter in the franchise. Now, it's so funny. Today, I just read this crazy article saying that they are already inviting him back for a cameo as Captain Jack Sparrow as a test to see how people react to it, right? And then if people like him again and it's all good, they're going to give him his, his, you know, his big rollback. And now on the flip side, I'm hearing Johnny Depp is putting up the middle fingers to Disney saying, I'll never work with you, not even three, for $300 million. I, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I have- you know, it is interesting. In my profession, um, what I do hear from people who, you know, my clients who are in trouble, they said, you know, when you get in trouble, you find out who your friends, who your real friends are not the people who pretend to be around you and look disney ran away from him like rats off a sinking ship part in the pirates of caribbean uh... right but guess what every other celebrity had his back including people like jennifer aniston who silently had his back when she started following him after the trial began and everyone's like hmm this is interesting she doesn't follow him for her that's crazy and then people when like, you say following him what do you mean following? on twitter on twitter or oh. whatever on yeah on Derek jeter came on twitter right that's like a big half a big deal oh yeah i don't care he gives horrible gift baskets <laughs> i'm just kidding uh... that was a joke ah, okay those of you who don't know, I'll Those fill you in. Days, uh, you know. Yeah, when Derek Jeter used to take a young lady home, apparently, I don't know, he would leave under the cover of darkness, and the hand they'd wake up with a yeah. gift basket. Yeah, my, I actually had a couple girlfriends, and he would send them home with yes. a car. All oh, right, he, yes, right when they basically. got in the car, there was like a little sign. One hundred percent. But no, something really funny. Who a comedian that had Johnny Depp's back, which I thought was very interesting, was Chris Rock, who basically one of his first sets after getting slapped by Will Smith, he came out and he said, "Listen, guys, you should believe all." women except amber heard uh, yeah that was a burn that was right. a burn tell me lauren conlin does first of all before i run out of time i, I you sent me a text today saying yes. you're doing a podcast eric Estrada's on yes fill us in a little bit yes thank you so much arthur if i people thought you'd want, never ask if people, <laughs> if people want to feel a little younger than the arthur idola power hour you can listen to lauren conlin's podcast go ahead lauren tell yeah, me about it thank you so it's new it's called millennials revealed now People think millennials are very young. However, the millennial age gap is actually like 1977 to... 1995. It's very, very wide. So do not think, do not be fooled. You can be an elder millennial like myself who was born in 1984. So this podcast. I got socks older than you. Oh. Actually, my Elvis uh, Elvis Costello concert shirt that I went to in 1983, which I still have, is older than you. I, I, Elvis Costello. Madonna. See, I love Madonna. Elvis Costello. Sorry, you're aging yourself, but that's, that's okay. okay. He's um, alive. So my co-host, actually, which is so fun, is 98 Degrees is Jeff Timmons. So when I was home at my parents' house two weeks ago, I was pulling through, you know, some of my old stuff in my room, and I had this binder from eighth grade, and I could not believe it. Jeff's face was cut out. Like, only his face. I showed him. I texted it to him, and I was like, listen, if I would have known that I'd be doing this with you, I would have basically told my math teachers to bite me, like, in seventh oh. grade. You know, I mean, sorry. There I'm just go. saying. Right. I'd have been like, I'm doing a podcast with Jeff Timmons. From They'd be like, what's a podcast? How old but, is Jeff Timmons? So Jeff uh, actually did not believe he was a millennial. He's, I think he's 45, maybe. Ah. Um, but we have a great time, so a it's real- a lot of- Real old man, the real old man. Real old man. But no, we have a lot of throwback content. Our guests are very much 90s, early 2000s. You know, we had the voice of Tommy Pickles from Rugrats and Babe. Her name is E.G. Daly. Like I said, we have Eric Estrada.
da. I'm talking very fast because I feel like no, no, I have no good. time left. Sorry. No, no, we're almost um, done. Yeah, I feel like it's tell like- me, <laughs> tell me about the new restaurant that or the new old old new restaurant. Oh yeah, so I was so excited because I live on the Upper East Side and one of my favorite spots was T Bar. Um, it actually used to be called the Lennox Room, but my girlfriends and I used to hang out there, pick up guys. It was always really fun. Um, and it closed during the pandemic, and now it's reopening. But it on the opened Upper East Side. out in the Hamptons and. What's yeah. your favorite? What is, Hot men are there. Sorry, I wanna, Matt. I know it's what, my husband. Uh, there you go. I, yes, her husband. <laughs> Whatever. Father of uh, how many children? Eight Two. Kids? Two. Oh, <laughs> and what's your favorite Bay Ridge restaurant? Well, so, probably Brooklyn Roots. Um, I I love Brooklyn Roots. I told Arthur I went there yesterday. I starved myself all day, and there was like a flood or something. So they had the old Tuscany yeah. Grill next door to the old. Uh, Fitzpatrick, which is now the Kettle Black and now Brooklyn Roots, and next door is Obra, and those guys. And Lombardi's, which, you know, has a restaurant downtown, which I am a fan of, but they tried to make the Lombardi's on 86th Street in Brooklyn and Bay Ridge, like a little more like an Italian restaurant, and I feel like the Manhattan one is a little bit better. Okay. For the thin crust pizza. It has like the really crispy, you know. All right. Um, So while you're here, I want to share a little personal moment with you. Is there anything else Lauren Conlon needs to discuss? No, I want to hear about you. Let's make it about you. So um, when I, you know, when when I was growing up in the uh, 1980s, I was a real 80s boy. I went to my first concert. was Elvis Costello at Forest Hills. Me and Glenn went, and it was fantastic. Um. When I represent clients over the last 25 years who are young men who get into trouble, boys who get into trouble, I always wonder, like, why didn't I get into trouble? And I would say, besides my family, the primary reason was when I was 15, I was asked by Chris Boyle, Kenny Munch, and Chris Glynn, um, who I was in kindergarten with all three of them and was with them throughout elementary school, Mm -hmm. to be in a band. And at that time, the band was called The Keys, like the keys on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, we we wrote all our own music. It was most of it at that time was totally out of key, but we wrote all the lyrics ourselves. And then we we practiced and practiced. So when other kids were out on the street getting in trouble, we were in Boyle's basement. How old were you? 15. Aww. I played CBGBs at 15 years old. You did? Yeah. And when they called and we were going to change our name and it was... Uh, so we decided because it was like really upbeat and, and catchy. So it was called yeah. Rapid Pulse, like a rapid pulse. Yeah. And the bank, the guy from CBGBs goes, okay, are you guys the Rapid Pulse or just Rapid Pulse? And I was like, on the spot, I was nervous, like Rapid Pulse. So at today's my 100th show at the Author Idola Power Hour. Today, and we yeah. are going to end the show uninterrupted. Uh, de- dedicating this uh, this song to uh, my friends from PS185, from Poly Prep. And uh, all my Bay Ridge tunes, my Bay Ridge buddies, this name of the song is called I Close My Eyes. And uh, it's my favorite Rapid Pulse song. Uh, I have another one in the hopper called Radio Man, which is about me being a DJ. But we're going to play that next week because Radio Man. You have it from the 80s, like the actual original. You're going to hear it. You're kidding. Yep. Here it comes. Sam Bellino, whenever you're ready. Ladies and gentlemen, radio debut, I Close My Eyes by Rapid Pulse. Oh, yeah.
That's me singing. And we're going to be playing this December. Probably at the bitter end. Just get ready for like the, the next hook. Pretty good. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'll see you Monday. preceding program sponsored by freehold mitsubishi three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.